Hi, and welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Page. And in this show, we'll explore topics of sustainable living, all aspects of health and wellness of people and planet, and how we're all interconnected. Join us on this journey to live better and more sustainably by improving our health, our families, and the world with the choices that we make. Hi, and welcome to the Green with Tiffany Choose to Care podcast. We are choosing to care today because we're talking about trees. We're going to talk about saving these trees that I'm very passionate about, but it's not just about trees. It's also about using your voice. It's about activism. It's about getting involved and how community can really help make a change. And so it starts off because I had a childhood tree that was very important to me in my mom's yard that I planted with her as a little girl. And it grew to be about 80 feet tall. And the owner of the building late last year wanted to take it down. And I'm documenting all of it. It's actually being edited now. And it was very sad to see this tree come down. And the fact that the tree was not important enough for him to try and find some kind of alternative, that it was easier to just take it down. He was worried about any kind of liability in the future. And so the rest didn't matter. Now, I like to look at things from a you know wide lens. And if there was danger, you know, I'm not I'm not save the tree by by any means necessary. If there's really something involved, that could be an issue. But I do find that people are quick to take a tree down or make hasty decisions without looking at other um, opportunities. And when it comes to money, forget it. If it's not something that's important to them, you know, the easier route is what's usually taken. And so this tree was taken down and it was really horrific to watch. And, you know, people will call me a tree hugger, which I don't know why that's a derogatory word. If you're a tree hugger, if you love trees, trees um, are very sacred in some cultures and the tree of life is a thing, right? So trees hold so much life for us and so many needs are met with trees for us. And I just, I would hope that people thought a little bit more about trees before just easily saying, let's remove them. And what I discovered is that they do. So that tree was taken down and that happened very recently. So maybe it's something that's just really close to my heart right now. But I was at a city council meeting about the trees of Beverly Hills being taken down. And I really didn't think, I mean, I, I posted it, but I really didn't think it would be that big a deal. And it really was a big deal. So I came to find out that people do really love trees and want to save trees and want to be involved. And so I thought I would speak a little bit about that, uh, as well as what it means to have your voice be heard and how a community can be built very quickly about a subject that's important to you. So I was driving down Robertson Boulevard. Uh, it's in Beverly Hills. Well, part of it's in Beverly Hills, part of it's not. And this was actually one of my, this was my main street getting home at one point uh, when I used to live over closer to that area. And I love the street. It's such a pretty street. The trees are so beautiful. They have these really big canopies. These are ficus trees. They're also called um, Indian laurel figs. And they're just they're just really beautiful. They line both sides of the street for many, many blocks, mostly from Olympic Boulevard, if you're familiar with Los Angeles, 
all the way above Wilshire, maybe to like third or Beverly. And they line both sides of the streets and it's such a pretty drive. And so when I moved and that wasn't my main thoroughfare home, um, I still would sometimes come down Robertson Boulevard just because I love the trees and especially going north, it's really pretty looking into the in the mountains. And so I was on Robertson Boulevard and I saw them taking down these trees in real time. And many of them were already gone. And I thought, well, oh my goodness, when did this happen? And I thought to myself, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to get out of the car and, you know, go hug a, hug the tree and stop them from taking the trees down? Like what really is going to be your your plan of attack here? And I was on the way to the grocery store for my mom and I was going out of town the next day. So I was really pressed for time as we all are when we're really busy doing our thing. And so I feel like sometimes we just don't get involved, right? And so I kept going. And then I thought, I, I can't keep going. I, I need to know why they're taking down these trees. So I parked the car, I got out, I crossed the line, they had it taped off and you know the, the guy's yelling to the other guy and they stopped. And I said, why are you taking down these trees? And he didn't say anything to me. And he walked me over to his truck, opened the door and handed me a piece of paper with a phone number on it and then went back to what he was doing. So I called the number and somebody answered and it was for infrastructure repair. And the woman had said, that's what the paper said. And then she said it was for sidewalks, sidewalk repair. And so I looked up and down at the sidewalks and there's nothing wrong with the sidewalks. The sidewalks are flat and these trees are taking are being taken out so quickly. I mean, the, they they actually chop the tree down first and then chop it in pieces to to haul it away. It's almost like they're doing it quickly so they can't be stopped and then, you know, taking down the pieces. And it's so quick. They can take a tree down in 20 minutes. I couldn't believe it. And so I went out of town the next day. And when I got back, I got back uh, Monday night and Tuesday, uh, an email was brought to my attention that I actually didn't see that day because I was playing catch up. And there was a city a city council meeting that evening and I decided to go. And when I got there, I met Wendy Clink, who was the one who really put this all together so quickly. And I wish she could have, could speak to me today, but she was so busy putting some plans together. There's a public hearing on Friday. And so she was not able to join me tonight. So I met her and she said, you know, do you want to speak? Can you speak? And I thought, well, I, I'm, I, I'm not prepared to speak. I don't even really know enough of what's happening, except that I do want to save the trees. And so she said, it's okay. Just, you know, just speak. Okay. So I got up and spoke and I was like the third or fourth person. I think I, we know it was very pretty quick and everybody listened. It was the, the mayor of Beverly Hills and the city council members. And behind me is the urban forest manager who I think came to the conclusion that the tree should go and public works and the city planner. And they did listen to us. There were a lot of people that were there that called in that had comments that zoomed in and it was three and a half hours of back and forth and information being given. Although nothing was said at that moment to halt anything. I wasn't sure what had happened after so I did get in touch with Wendy. So Wendy had put this together in just two weeks. She formed a petition and 
you know, had an article in the LA Times and got in touch with all the business owners on the street and was in communication with the city council members and the mayor. Really very impressive to do so much in such a short amount of time. And I really wanted to help her in any way I could. And so I shared that little snippet from the city council with uh, information about how to sign the petition. And so many people commented and, and wanted to get involved and wanted to know what they could do from afar. So I was really impressed of how many people really do love trees, really do want to help and, and do care. And so that was really, it was really inspirational for me. And for the few that didn't care or thought that I was wasting my time on saving trees, which I think is so interesting, or would give an example of things that they thought were more important to be focusing on. And that's very interesting as well, because really there's all sorts of fights out there. And maybe to some level, saving a tree here and there is not a big enough fight to be a part of when there's so many other things going on in this world. And I get that. I don't think one is more important than another. And so something that was mentioned was, well, there's human trafficking. That's more important. Why aren't you focusing on that? I mean, yes, that's very important. It's just not my fight. My fight is, well, first of all, it happened to be something that was literally right in my backyard, basically, that I fell into. I didn't mean to be part of it, but I can't just let it go now that I know what's happening and that I am part of it. But really, Green with Tiffany, this is what Green with Tiffany is about. And this is how it started. It was about the health and wellness of people and planet and how we're all one and how we coexist together and how if one's not healthy, the other one can't be either. And nothing shows that correlation better than what happened just now recently in Ohio with the polyvinyl chloride spill, because that huge toxic spill that gets into our water and our air and our soil then has direct correlation on human health, right? With our food that we eat, the air that we breathe and the water that we drink. So nothing showcases that more than something as catastrophic as a spill like that. So then you think about trees and, well, what's the big deal? But trees play a huge role and taking them out so so quickly. So that's what I question. So they say it's for the sidewalk. That could be for some parts of the sidewalk. There were a few trees roots that were raised, but tree roots are raised all over the city. I mean, I see it all over. Okay, so they want to take care of it. But does that mean removing 87 trees that have been there since the 60s? It seems a little extreme. So I kind of go with my instinct and I'm usually pretty good. My spidey senses say something's not right there. And so are you really going to take out these 87 trees and then repair the sidewalk? You know, is there question about the roots, you know, infiltrating businesses? From my understanding, that is a no. But these are also things that I want to ask Wendy. So for future, we can find out. But so far, that doesn't seem to be what's what's really happening. And this canopy cover of these amazing trees is so vast that I am not going to see that canopy cover again, probably in my life, if you're planting little saplings. These trees have been there for a really long time. Now, what they want to replace these trees with are crepe myrtles or the Mexican fan palm, both 
of which do not have a big canopy cover, will not provide the same amount of oxygen or shade. There was a couple people that complained about the mess that the ficus trees leave. Well, I mean, all trees are going to have leaves that drop. That's just par for the course of nature, right? And the crepe mantles are like a, they're a flowering type of tree. So they're for sure going to leave a bit of a mess. So I really just don't quite understand. And so that's why I think having this conversation is so important. There was no proper environmental research. There's no proposed alternatives to try and save these trees. Really, in other cities, they do anything they can to try and save the tree. They work around the tree's existence to coexist with the tree versus let's just get rid of the tree. And so I think about 50 trees have already been taken down, and it's so noticeable. The street looks so, so different and not for the better. The trees that are left are are there and quite beautiful, and and hopefully we can save them. You know, the rains that we've had here in Los Angeles, which, by the way, help, the trees help, help with the flooding and the, you know, offset all the water that we had just these torrential downpours. And I guess the luck in that is that they were not able to obviously cut down these trees during this time. And they're also tending to other issues that they're having within the city uh, caused by the rains. So, have bought a little time, thank goodness. And so we hope we hope that we can save the rest of the trees. And I hope that you, if you're listening, even if it's not in your city, I think the importance of trees is such a big deal. You know, the the I was saying about this canopy cover, it, it creates so much shade for our hot summer months for the businesses that are there on those streets that line the streets that really makes a difference for them as well. They can for sure use less air conditioning during the warmer months and the air filtration that it provides, the CO2 that it absorbs and giving oxygen and the noise absorption as well. I mean, it is a busy street and you don't even think about something like the trees taking in that extra noise for these businesses. What if it's a massage place or a nail place where you want to have it more relaxing and now it's going to be super noisy. And sometimes people are sitting in traffic and, you know, all the emissions, um, at least for now, that are are happening. The trees make a difference with that. And so I just find that there's no emergency, right? Even if Even if it was the sidewalks, which I don't think it is. It's not an emergency. These sidewalks aren't just like toppling over. There's a couple that are raised. Um, somebody told me six. I really don't see any at all, but I haven't walked fully up and down, you know, all the sidewalks, but I've I've gone up and down quite a few and most of them are flat. So if there are a few that are raised, then why don't we tend to those and see what got, what can be done versus just pulling out all of these trees? It's really just so odd to me that they would do such a radical, basically the equivalent of clear cutting so fast to take out these trees. And I think about all the wildlife. And again, I know people might not think that's a big deal. Well, the birds could go someplace else and the bees and the squirrels, and we don't need them there. But it's a very delicate ecosystem. And we do need these trees. And we do need to have wildlife have a place. And we should coexist with the trees and find a way. And so this urban forest manager that thinks it's just the right thing to do, I just question. And, and one of the city council members, I, I, I think, could be on our side and hopefully can make a difference. And 
hopefully with everybody signing the petition can make a difference because really your voice can make a difference. You you put a community together and and fight for something. I think it really is the only way. And you think maybe, oh, well, there's money involved and oh, the powers that be and you'll never win. But if you go in with that attitude, I mean, nothing will change, right? I mean, this woman, Wendy, Wendy Clank, she did so much in such a short amount of time, how she's brought these people together, how she's gotten so many people fired up to really make a difference and 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 come together to try and 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 save these trees and and such a positive attitude with it and fair. She just really wants to understand why, why we can't work around it and have a conversation. And I think that's just part of it. I mean, really, the serious injustice of it all to me is just the killing of healthy, mature, vital, alive trees that have been there for so long, much longer than the people that are in this position to just easily have them taken out. It really is shocking. So I had quite a few comments on the post, and one of them was that I was the Lorax. And I knew the term and I know it's a Dr. Zeus book, but I didn't know the story. So I bought the book and I just wanted to read you a quick little excerpt because this book is from the 70s and the Lorax is this little guy that comes over and sees these trees. They're the truffula trees being cut down. And he says, Mr. He said with a sawdusty sneeze, I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees. I speak for the trees, for the trees have no tongues. And I'm asking you, sir, at the top of my lungs. He was very upset as he shouted and puffed. What's that thing that you've made out of my truffula tuft? So basically, it's a story of somebody who was able to use these trees to make a good. In this in this case, it's like some kind of suit, but it can be used as textile to make things. And the business grows and grows, and he chops down all the trees and everything that lives with the trees, has to move other places because they don't have the trees for all their needs. And then once the trees are all gone, well, so is the business. So I find that many times we're we're very short-sighted on making these choices uh, without really looking into the bigger picture of things. And so I will keep you posted. I will definitely be having on more people involved and doing more interviews about saving the trees of Beverly Hills. I know some people might not think it's a big deal and, oh, we'll just put more trees in and, oh, there's more important trees in other places. And really, it's all relative. These are healthy trees. And the reason they're giving to me and what I've seen is not a good enough reason. And I think there's other reasons involved. And those will be uncovered later and talked about later. But for now, I urge you and I ask you if you could be involved and sign the petition. I will put that in the show notes. I will also put in the city council meeting. It is recorded and you can see for yourself some of the information that was given if it's something that really speaks to you. And really, I wanted to just talk about activism in general and whatever moves you and and is important to you to get involved and have a voice and find your tribe because they're out there, whether you create it yourself and people come 
or you find somebody already doing it and you join in. The grassroots movement is strong and it really makes such a huge difference. And I've done it in a few areas. Another topic that's really important to me is plastic pollution. And I got heavily involved in that and saw huge, huge changes made to rulings with plastic in our cities and groups coming together and joining forces really helped make a difference as well. And so I just ask that you get involved, fight the injustice, speak, especially for those that can't speak, whether it's for animals or trees or whatever is important to you. And I will leave you with a great quote. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. That's by Margaret Mead. And I truly believe that. And I thank you for listening. I'm Tiffany Page. And I thank you for choosing to care. And I will keep you posted more on Saving the Trees of Beverly Hills on my Instagram and other social media outlets. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you'll join me to save the trees. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. You can find me at greenwithtiffany.com and on Instagram. Till next time, choose to care.